Hello and welcome to the podcast, Discipleship in Challenging Times. My name is Peter Morden and I'm privileged to serve Cornerstone Baptist Church in Leeds. We're looking today at Matthew chapter 22, verses 34 to 40. Let's pray together. Speak to us, O God, today. Speak to us by your word and your spirit. Speak into our hearts and minds. May your word penetrate deep within. Help us to understand, but more than that, help us to appreciate your word. And we pray that as we take your word in, you would lead us to respond. Respond in worship and praise and respond in action. We lift ourselves to you and we pray for one another, not just for ourselves, but for others who are listening to this podcast, who are engaging with these verses. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Matthew 22 and beginning at verse 34. Hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbour as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. These are well-known verses for many of us. I've entitled this episode, Getting to the Heart. We might say, Getting to the Heart of the Matter. And we really sit up when we hear these words, don't we? These words from Scripture. We see the greatest commandment, two commandments that run together. This is the heart of Christian teaching. This is the heart of what we would call Christian ethics. This takes us to the heart of discipleship. I'm so grateful that these verses were actually drummed into me at a very early age, even before I think I made a a real commitment to Jesus. We would sometimes go to our village Anglican church And in the communion service that was said, then these verses came up. If you are Anglican or if you're an Anglican background, you may well know this. And I can hear them echoing in my head. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And the second commandment is like it, namely this, love your neighbour as yourself. On these commandments hang all the law and the prophets. I can even remember at least pretty much the particular words and phrases that were used. 
This is indeed the heart of the law and the heart of Christian living. And very simply, I want to underline the teaching that is here. Love for God and love for others. Notice that we are to love God with all our hearts as part of what Jesus says. Heart in the scriptures equates much more to will. It's not so much the seat of the emotions, but the seat of the will. And there is this determination that God is encouraging, that we determine, that we decide, a settled decision, that this is the way that we are going to go. We are going to pursue God. We are going to pursue our relationship with him. We're going to press on into this. And yeah, it's a challenge, but far more, it's a, a wonderful invitation because God knows that if he gives us his very self, that is the very, very best for us. A.W. Tozer, I've spoken about him before, and I've spoken about what he says in his book, The Pursuit of God, where he just encourages his readers to press on through orthodoxy. Orthodoxy, right belief is really, really important. Right doctrine, right understanding, but that's not an end in itself. We need that so that we can love God more, that we can know God more, that we can pursue him personally. And so the encouragement from the scriptures is to press on in our love for God and love for others. It's interesting how Jesus brings together these two commandments. It is possible to say that we love God and, and yet it's all a bit mystical in an unhelpful way and it's not grounded in real life, in love for others. Love for neighbor, well, that's a significant phrase because we can't always choose who our neighbors are. We may have noisy neighbors. We may have difficult neighbors. We may have neighbors who are very different from us in their attitudes and their actions. They may be people that we don't naturally get on with, and yet it is neighbors that we are called to love. This grounds our love. This grounds our discipleship in the nitty-gritty, rough-and-tumble of life as it really is. We are to love God, yes, vital, but we are to love our neighbours as well, even loving them as we love ourselves. In the Bible, these commandments are filled out and we are shown what it means to love God and what it means to love our neighbour. But here we see the heart of the matter. So let's pray for strength to do this today. just want to leave us with a, a couple of questions, simple, simple questions. How is God calling us to love him today? And how is God calling us to love our neighbours? As you reflect on those questions, make your answers practical and real. As I've said previously, I say again, our call in this time of pandemic, our call in every time, is to live differently. And what that difference is, these verses show us. Love for God 
in a world where God has been forgotten, and love for neighbour when such love is at a premium. Let's pray for God's help and strength. Lord, today we just recognise that we need a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit. We turn to you again, unfilled, and pray that you would fill us from the inside out. Heart and mind, emotion and will, body and soul, Lord, we need you, we need your strength, we need your cleansing, we need your enabling, we need your guidance, your wisdom, O Lord. So fill us afresh and equip us for this hard and vital task of love, love for you and love for the world. So Lord, we lift ourselves to you in Jesus' name. 